You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. This podcast of the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour presented by Firehouse Subs is sponsored by AAA Heating and Air. Attention homeowners, due to upcoming government regulations, the current energy efficiency ratings for HVAC systems will change. Current inventory cannot be sold after December 31st. As the year 2023 starts, customers can expect to pay an average of 30% more for a new HVAC unit that will meet the new government regulations. So what does this mean for you, the customer? There's no better time to purchase a new HVAC system. AAA Heating and Air must empty their warehouse to make room for the new systems. No deals will be turned down. With their 15-year parts and labor warranty plus guaranteed financing, they have made it possible for anyone to get a new system. Call today and enjoy your new home comfort as quickly as tomorrow. But you can only get this special deal by calling 803-677-1500. AAA Heating and Air wants to give you their best deal possible on a new HVAC unit, but you have to call today. 803-677-1500. And tell them you heard about this deal on 1075 The Game's Gamecock Central Podcast. The Gamecock Central Takeover Hour, presented by Firehouse Subs, founded by Firemen with Pearson Fowler. Reaction Monday here on 107.5 The Game, and welcome in. It's the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour. Pearson, Preston, Chris, Wes along shortly. Chris Clark. Was your pick more about what Carolina did against Tennessee, or was it more about the way that Clemson had struggled this year? For me, it was kind of, it was a little more 50-50 as to who would win the game. Yeah. It was a little bit of a gut feel. It was a little bit of looking at some matchups going into the game. And Wes Mitchell. As we get Wes in here, was your final score prediction 29-28? I know, I normally go with like the football numbers, and I was just like, I feel like this game is going to be weird. Yeah. So I kind of tried to pick the weirdest number I could come up with. On the home of the Gamecocks, 107.5, the game. the game. Two minutes after 11 o'clock on a Monday morning. A little bit of a sad day. No more dudes in the weight room. No more Reese's Senior Bowls. Until this year's Reese's Senior Bowl. It's Chris. It's Preston. West. congratulations. Got married. Is still enjoying that. Um... I didn't realize we had a new open day. That's very exciting. I can't even take credit for it. That was awesome. It threw me off guard. Me and, too. Uh, love it. N- nice update there. Yeah, Wes Mitchell. Uh, off with an umbrella drink somewhere. Good for him. Hopefully he's not checking on the transfer portal right now. Well, yeah, you'd have to text him occasional updates and be like, nothing crazy, nothing crazy, No, nothing no crazy. updates. Nope. I won't send. If he, if he has a question... Uh, I probably won't answer it. Just stonewall him. Yeah, yeah I'll just say, nope, Good. nope. I, I don't want to hear about it. I'm, I'm not telling you anything. Mm-hmm. Did y'all hear Shane Beamer shout out? Yeah, I was trying to find it. I know we have a clip of it somewhere. I haven't been able to find it, but. That was awesome. Uh, how was the wedding? It was phenomenal. Beautiful. Looked great. Shane was ex- was disappointed to not get invited. Well, you know, I was thinking about it. You know, maybe Wes should have invited him. I, I think maybe there was probably an assumption that the head football coach wouldn't show up to the wedding. In fairness, and it was uh, the first day of the open contact period. So Beamer was out recruiting um, in Georgia. Now, here's the thing. He does have access to the plane. Mm-hmm. He does fly in the plane. So the wedding was actually close. I will not reveal the location. It was close to Owens Field. 
So in theory, could have landed, called a car over to the wedding, dropped in, and left. But he wasn't invited, so it's fine. Tough. Tough for the head ball coach. Tough, tough knowing that he might have come in a yeah. missed opportunity. <laughs> yeah. Wait, do you do you want the head football coach after an 8-4 and four season, though, to show up at your wedding and totally overshadow you and, most importantly, your wife? Yes. You do? Uh, Wes and his bride would have been totally fine with okay. it. Yeah. So, but, so now they will have to live forever <laughs> with the regret of knowing that he might have been there. All right, I can't find this. I'll try to find it at some point, but it was, uh, it was a shout-out. It happened. Um, a lot happened this weekend. Wes got married, number yep. one, conference championship games, college football playoff, bowl selection, U.S. lost the Netherlands. Uh, more people put their names in the transfer portal, including if, you're, if Twitter is to be believed, DJ Uyunglele has entered the transfer portal like four separate times since last week. I think he might actually be in there now. I don't well, know. So there's some, there's like some confusion with it because, you know, I don't know if probably the NCAA did not see this coming, but which would be far par for the course. <laughs> but it's kind of like the rule where, um, where athletes can't get an official written offer before. August 1st or September 1st, whatever the date is. I, mm-hmm. I, I forgot because it doesn't matter. <laughs> so schools still send them out that day. They send them a digital copy of their offer letter. You'll see them tweeted out or put on Instagram a lot. Yeah. But they still get offers. You know I mean? You get offers when you're a freshman. Hey, yeah. you got a verbal offer. And so it's kind of similar to that. Like you've seen a lot of guys saying, I'm in the transfer portal or I'm entering the transfer portal. Or you see a report saying this guy's going in the transfer portal. But today for – non-FCS players and for non-graduate transfers was the first day they can literally get in the portal. Okay. So Roderick, I guess, would have been as a graduate transfer. But... If he's graduated, you, you could have entered it. Okay. Today is the start of a 45-day window for those other guys. So, you know, think of it as, you know, non-graduate FBS transfers, I guess you could say. Yeah, I just – and when I was listening, I guess I'm just going to take the route of until I see it from a player's verified account, mm. then I won't believe it. Yeah. Because, you know, they, the same player would accept – they would post that they committed. They would post that whatever else was happening. So until yep. it comes from DJU's account, yeah, then I'll be skeptical. With the it. same template that everybody uses, with the text on the left side and the dramatic, serious-looking picture on the right side. Yes. And literally all the same wording you just, like – it's like an underline. It's just like take out Louisville and put Clemson. Which, by the way, we will be opening up our, which now will be annual yes. transfer portal here shortly. The 107.5 Extra Point Extra transfer portal. We will be opening that here shortly. The Extra Point Extra. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, there's all, there, you're all right. There is, all, there is like a vernacular uh-huh. in recruiting and transfer portal, like these announcements. Yeah. Preston, can we hear it? Really thankful for everything that this previous university has given me. It's been an amazing opportunity with ex-coach. <laughs> the staff, coaches, classes have been amazing. However, with a lot of thoughts, prayers, guidance from ex-parent, mentor, coach, I have decided to enter my name into the transfer portal. I am a inter-eligibility here. Uh <laughs> Thank you for the opportunity. <laughs> and then one final, you know, go Knowles or whatever. That was phenomenal. Thank you, sir. Um, if I may nitpick. Yes, sir. <laughs> Please. One thing that is about a 95% hit rate, I feel like, 
with that being said. With that, with that being that, said. That, I, I said however, but the actual verbiage is with that being said. <laughs> Correct. Oh, man. It's so good. Yep. Um, I've read way too many of these in my life. With that, that in mind, oh, there is uh, a new transfer in the portal for South Carolina, and I did see it officially posted from his Twitter account where he is, is called Cheese... I don't know the story behind that. Do you, Chris? I don't. Okay. Well, he is cheese. It's actually cheesy with three E's on Twitter. That's South Carolina defensive back Joey Hunter. Joey Hunter entering the portal. Um, if I may, let's let's read the the announcement. It's short, and and I think y'all will be impressed by how, by how close something. by how close we were. Both wonderful times. You did a great job. Thank you, sir. But I did add a key line, and you'll okay. see. I would first like to thank God for blessing me with the skill set and opportunity to play football at the University of South Carolina. Next, I would like to thank my family and close friends for supporting me as a Gamecock. To my teammates, thank you for making South Carolina a home to me and becoming the lifelong brothers through the relationships we created in the Garnet and Black. And for that, I'll be forever grateful. With that being said, Mm -hmm. with much thought and consideration, I've decided to enter the NCAA transfer portal. Is there a Go Cox in there or anything? Let's see here. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. There is not. Mm. Uh, wait. Mm. Let me make sure. I don't know if you really value this time here. <laughs> no. No go, Cox. Interesting. Uh, now. Now. Okay. That was the picture. He went with text on the right <sighs> and on the left, a collage of pictures. Ah. And then also on the caption, like the actual tweet words, Mm -hmm. because everything else is an image, right? Yeah. Please respect my decision. Oh, yeah. Prayer emoji. Film available for coaching inquiries. Forever a Gamecock. Ah, okay. So he did. He fit it in there, just not on the the notes app or whatever this thing is. Got it in. Um, Man, so good. That was perfect. I I like exercising a little bit of creative freedom with the collage. Because it's normally... Like it's a pretty, it's usually a pretty brooding picture. Like you can't look that excited to go in the transfer portal. It's probably a, a, a snapshot that somebody took as you were walking off the field after a disappointing loss. Mm-hmm. You're like, I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, I had I had another thought on that too. It's really good though. Who made that template? And is there a copyright? Like, is it like ten bucks to use this template? And that dude's a yeah. millionaire right it's now. No, I've wondered. Not now. Hayes Fawcett, who. Um, Works for On Three. Now he he really made his name by doing edits and graphics mm. for commitments for like high schoolers, 
and then on three hired him, which is a very smart move. But it has graduated even into um, it's graduated into the realm of like transfer decisions. So we've seen Hayes making some edits. So that's why it all looks the same because one dude's just better at it than everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there are you can always tell like a Hayes Fawcett graphic because he has you know a, but but I don't know. I mean seriously, there's there's another word in the vernacular that or like a phrase that I can't come up with. But with that being said, it's a bit, oh, please respect my decision. Mm-hmm. Somebody somewhere said that one time, like on a commitment, mm-hmm. which is where this thing started, mm-hmm. you know, with, with like high school commitments. Somebody said that, and it just took off. Yeah. And I've always wondered, like, who was the first prospect to say it? Sounds like a good research project. Yeah. Also, it's good that it's stuck. Um, and the only reason, I guess, that it did stuck is because whoever it was that posted that first, everyone respected his decision. You know, before that, everyone was disrespecting all these decisions and people getting in the comments. But after the yeah. first time someone posted that, I was like, oh, man, I can't I can't yeah. post my disrespectful and comment. And you know, I'm sure because Twitter is such a respectful place. <laughs> yep. I'm sure everybody's like, oh, yeah, you chose the other school. No problem. You know yeah. what? Great or, job. or like you have the angry tweet typed up in a draft. Yeah. You finish reading. Please respect my. Ah, damn it. Can't post I gotta, this gotta respect it. <laughs> it yeah, is so funny because I mean, like, prospects could tweet like anything, you know. Hello. And yeah, it'll be like, <laughs> you suck. I can't, I can't. Oh, I'm I'm hungry. And and first replies like, first fifteen replies are like Tennessee fans because they're all over Twitter. <laughs> You'll never hunger if you come to Knoxville. <laughs> you know stuff like that. Like we have a million restaurants. You know, I mean, just like wow. Here we go. Oh, <laughs> it's a fun time of year. Greatest time of year. Man, I didn't realize I'd like the transfer portal as much as I do, but it's it's really fun. 803-404-6100. Uh, I'm sure Chris and, uh, well, not Wes, Chris will keep you up to date um, as Gamecocks enter the transfer portal. Check out Gamecock Central. We'll have the news for you here as well on 107.5 The Game as it breaks. But Joey Hunter, uh, Jordan Davis, an offensive lineman, I guess officially put his name in today. He announced, I think, on Twitter that was coming last week. So far, uh, of I'll say of the... Of the household names for South Carolina fans, no names yet. We'll certainly monitor that. And, of course, the incoming names. We did a sort of a primer on Friday for some of the names that Carolina could be looking at as far as incoming transfers. A few other names that have come out of the woodwork over the weekend that I will ask Chris about. Also got to get Chris's thoughts on the Gator Bowl. Notre Dame. A lot to get to. It was a busy weekend. 803-404-6100. At Pearson Fowler. Coach B tweets. GC Chris Clark. Broadcasting live from the Herndon Chevrolet Studios. This is 107.5 The Game. Stop by or shop online today and see why Herndon Chevrolet makes you smile. If you are 65 or older, you know this. Watching your hard-earned dollars fly out the window on health care costs is frustrating. Well, here's something that can really help, and it's worth taking a minute to look into. MediShare 65+. Plus. MediShare is a community of Christians who share each other's health care bills And it really is a community, too. People encourage and pray for each other. Well, MediShare 65 Plus is a low-cost option for those with Medicare Parts A and B, and it fills in the gaps where Medicare stops. It's a great way to fight inflation, too. You can lock in one low monthly price for up to 10 years. And it's easy. You can use any Medicare-approved doctor or get 24-7 telehealth access from the comfort of your home. Very worth looking into during Medicare open enrollment, which ends December 7th. If you join right now, your second month share will be free. So don't miss this chance. Call 800-PSALM-16. That's 800-PSALM-16. 
800-PSALM-16. The World Tournament of Soccer happening in Qatar is finally here. And with all the weird kickoff times and all the other sports happening simultaneously, it can be kind of hard to keep up. So to make sure you're up to speed, be sure to listen to Qatar Kickaround for the daily wrap-up of all the action from the tournament. From the group stage all the way to the final, Andy, Lars, and Peter are here for you with recaps and opinions of what happened that day in Qatar. Everything can be found at thekickaround.com, the Cumulus Podcast channel on YouTube, or wherever you listen. It's the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour. Presented by Firehouse Subs. Founded by Firemen with Pearson Fowler, Chris Clark, and Wes Mitchell. On the home of the Gamecocks. 107.5 The Game. 19 minutes after 11 o'clock, Monday morning. Welcome back into the Extra Point. It's the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour here on 107.5 The Game. Pearson, Preston, Chris... Wes, you said he has a little umbrella in his drink somewhere. I hope so. He's a, he's an umbrella. He doesn't strike me as an umbrella in the drink drinker. Probably not. He might though. I mean, you know, you don't ask for the umbrella. They just give it to you. Yeah, but you you have the option to leave it in or take it out. <laughs> he's leaving it in. Maybe out of laziness because he's on his honeymoon. Uh yeah, I'm not typically an umbrella guy. But if I'm in a umbrella location, okay. Maybe you just do it because of the spirit of the, you know, the festivities around you. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Just like contextually appropriate. Yes. Yeah. Like you don't need a drink with an umbrella in it at a Minnesota Vikings game in December. But if you're in a tropical locale, mm-hmm. cool with that. I do really like tiki drinks, though. I don't. I don't drink them often, but if I'm ever somewhere where it is contextually appropriate. I'm like, hell yeah, I want pineapple juice and rum. Like, are you kidding me? That's just like just sugar and alcohol. That is delicious. Give me more of that. Uh, so Wes is having fun, as he should. He's missing, like, honestly, like the most fun time of year, though. Best time of year. There'll be plenty to catch up on when he comes back. It will not yeah. be over when he comes back either. That's true. That's we'll true. We'll just be gearing up. Um, God, so much to get to. Let me, let me get to Joe. Joe's been hanging on very patiently. I appreciate it. He's hanging on in the Love Chevy phone line. Joe has some thoughts on the Carolina's Gator Bowl appearance. What's up, Joe? Well, I just wanted to answer your question. The first Gator Bowl was played in 1946. Interestingly enough, the teams were South Carolina and Wake Forest. Huh. Gamecocks lost to Wake Forest 27-14. to 14. Oh. Just uh, to answer your question. That's really cool. What, do you know, uh, so how many times have they played in the Gator Bowl? They played in the first one, I know, in 84 and 87, and they lost those as well. I should know this. I, I'm doing I, the show. But. <laughs> I, I don't know that answer. I just knew that they were played in the first one. I did have to look up the score. But uh, I knew they played in the first one. I knew they played Wake. I got gotcha. you. Um, well, I appreciate that. That's, uh, a, that's a great nugget. Uh, thank you for that, Joe. Um, South Carolina playing in the Gator Bowl. They're playing Notre Dame. Chris, uh, I mean, people logging their predictions for weeks now. And even yesterday afternoon, I went on, I don't know, it, it, may, it was probably Central. It was somewhere. And I was reading predictions for South Carolina. And like nine out of ten of them were the Outback Bowl against Illinois. And there was one, like, oh, still could be Gator Bowl, Notre Dame holdout. I don't know how these things shake out, but I feel like this is the best possible scenario for Carolina. It is, this is the preferred scenario for South Carolina. And Shane Beamer said during his presser yesterday that it's nice to be wanted. And that there's a lot of truth in that, or it's fully true. I mean, there were several bowls that really wanted South Carolina. You had the Gator Bowl. You had the Rely Quest in Tampa. And even the Citrus Bowl, I mean, those conversations went on for a while. And as it ended up, the Citrus kind of 
had to take LSU. That was the feeling. Um, but the Citrus Bowl really liked South Carolina. Hmm. Um, South Carolina, of course, loved the idea of, and, and would have gone to the Citrus Bowl in a heartbeat. But so when it kind of looked like that wouldn't happen and it came down to rely Quest or Gator, South Carolina really was in a position where it could kind of pick. Hmm. And so the preference at that point was do something a little bit different, like go back to Jacksonville. They've done the Outback Bowl, formerly, you know, Outback Bowl what, thing. Like, seriously, like seven times? The Outback Bowl? Yeah. Has it been seven? Maybe not. That I thought I saw that somewhere. I mean, Preston played in like four of them. Yeah. <laughs> we had the two and Preston was there. And then you had, uh, what, the uh, Wisconsin game. Uh, what was that, 11 or 13? What, was it Was it Outback, Capital One, Outback? Capital One was, Capital was Nebraska. One huh? Or Capital One was Nebraska. Then you had the Outback against Wisconsin and the Outback against Michigan. Michigan. Is that right? So oh, I'm yeah. sure someone will correct me. But, yeah, they, they've been there. That's four. And then the one uh, against – Missouri. Huh? We played Missouri That was year? the Independence Bowl. Independence Bowl, okay. 2006, maybe. You know, the um, Liberty Bowl against Houston. Mm-hmm. There was the other Michigan one with Will Muschamp, so that's five Outback Outback Bowls. was Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Outback yeah. was Michigan both times, right? Jadavian Clowney and the Jake Bentley one. I think that's right. So they've done a it a bunch. Bowls. So it's kind of like you've got a choice between, um, all right, go, go to Jacksonville, which you haven't done in a while. And the preference was to pick that bowl if you feel like you can play Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. And Notre Dame, according to Brett McMurphy, there was kind of a, some jockeying for them, too, between the Holiday Bowl and the Gator. Gator ended up getting their way. But for South Carolina, that's a win. Um, you know, cool to go to Outback, right? But you're going to Outback again, ReliQuest, sorry, and and you're playing a Big Ten team. It's kind of like, ah. Or you go to Gator, go to Jacksonville, Newer experience, and you're playing a Notre Dame team that's a national brand and a new opponent that seems like a lot of Gamecock fans have wanted to match up with, um, and you know that that game is going to be heavily, heavily watched. Mm-hmm. And for South Carolina, you've gotten a lot of great exposure recently. The Tennessee game did huge numbers on its network. The Clemson game did huge numbers. Um, both wins. One of them, you're showcasing your own environment. One of them, you're showcasing a, a big win for your program over a, a program that's become a national brand, and now you have another chance. So mm. that's kind of how it shook out, and I think it, it ended up – if you're not getting the citrus, I think that ended up the best possible scenario. I think so. As much as I have been a staunch, like, bowl denier or whatever <laughs> in recent years, and I stand by that, the Gator Bowl is the fourth or fifth oldest bowl. Notre Dame's a real opponent. And assuming that both of these teams mostly look like the teams they were for most of the season, I think this is a bowl game that will matter. And 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 ideally, because somebody made a good point last hour that a lot of times it's about the matchup more than it is the name. I think this is a combination because the Gator Bowl does mean something, uh, and the matchup is also interesting. But even bowls with that level of name or higher have experienced, oh, you know, like Florida a couple of years ago when Dan Mullen's like, yeah, I don't know, we weren't really that interested in the game. That can totally diminish it. But if Notre Dame buys in and they want to make this a real game and Carolina wants to make this a real game, it can be. Spencer Rattler's already said he's going to play. Drew Pine has already put his name in the transfer portal. How much they, – they have Tyler Buckner healthy, apparently, in camp right now – or in camp, in, in practice right now. Um, 
and he did start the season for Notre Dame. So how much does Pine's absence diminish the bowl right off the bat for you? I don't think it diminishes the bowl at all. I mean, you, <laughs> I mean, you get you go try play and win, and uh, South Carolina will be. You know, you, you would think we, we haven't heard officially, but I don't expect Cam Smith to play in the bowl game. Okay, and there will probably be others. Or, hmm. Let me let me back up. It is very fair to expect that there will be some others potentially. Let me, let me soften that a little bit. Um, I'll be surprised if there weren't others. Not a bunch. I, I think there's going to be a bunch of guys playing in this bowl game. But there are some other guys on this team that are expected to go pro. Mm-hmm. So, like, would it be a huge shock if you hear Zach Pickens, who's accepted a Reese Senior Bowl invite? Nice new intro. That'd be would, great. Would you, would you be shocked if he didn't play in the bowl game? No. Would you be shocked if, like, Darius Rush, who's been banged up and is probably going to go prepare for his pro career, would you be shocked if he skipped the bowl game? Hmm. I mean, I don't know for if sure. If that happens, though, guys. then I'm not going to care what happens in this bowl game. Okay. If there's no Juice and there's no Cam and there's Ju- no Zach and there's no Darius, then it doesn't matter. I it's didn't not mention a, Juice. Huh? I didn't mention Juice. Well, just as someone whose name has been, you know, people are talking about him coming back next year or not. That, that, that's what I'm saying. If that happens between now and December 30th for either or both teams, then I'll be right back where I was last year and that it doesn't matter. But right now, you have a chance to play a meaningful football game with two teams that were pretty good. Yeah. I want it to stay intact. I want this game to mean something, but it's completely up to the players. I, I, th- I think it will, it, it, you know, people are going to look at the quarterbacks, and so some Notre Dame fans may look at it, or even South Carolina, and say, well, if there's no Drew Pine, then ah, whatever, you know. But, I mean, Buckner is not just a, a dude, you know. I mean, he is someone who, like you said, has played meaningful football for Notre Dame. And for South Carolina, you've got Spencer Rattler definitely playing in the game. And you're going to have a lot of your core at a minimum, a lot of a core, maybe most of your core, you know, playing in the game. We'll, we'll see how that shakes out, and we'll know more um, over the next – Several days. Bowl practice starts, what was it, a week from Thursday. Mm. And so we'll know much more by that time, probably a lot before then. Um, season, you know, just ended recently. There's a lot to figure out. But I, I don't – I still – I think because people are going to start at quarterback or, like, the star player, mm. you know. And and Spencer Rattler is a guy that people have a lot of their eyes on. So the fact that he's playing, I think, yeah. makes this a, a much more meaningful. Well, I made this comparison earlier, but I feel like – Buckner potentially starting this game, and Marcus Freeman hasn't announced that, by the way, just that he's healthy, is going to be similar to Carolina playing Haynes King at Texas A&M. It's like, we have the backup quarterback, and it's like, well, but he started the season, Mm -hmm. and then Max Johnson was injured. So I get that it's a different kind of situation. That's why I I mostly agree for you. uh, I mostly agree with you that I still think the bowl matters, but again, to me, it's, it's largely contingent on a bunch of other people not making the decision to opt out, but we'll see. A lot, a lot will happen, I'm sure, between now and then. Um, maybe both ways. 803-404-6100. Love Chevy phone line. Get us in the Firehouse Subs text line. You can get all of us on Twitter as well, at Pearson Fowler, at Coach P Tweets, at GC Chris Clark. Uh, we'll give you more transfer uh, transfer portal updates as they come. A few names that might be of interest to South Carolina fans. Uh, just try to keep on schedule as much as we can as the busy offseason has already begun. It's the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour. Presented by Firehouse Subs. Founded by Firemen. With Pearson Fowler, Chris Clark, and Wes Mitchell. On the home of the Gamecocks. 107.5 The Game. 
35 minutes uh, after 11 o'clock. Welcome back into the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour. Pearson, Preston, Chris here with you. A lot to get to from this weekend. South Carolina going to the Gator Bowl, playing Notre Dame. A few Gamecocks have already put their names in the transfer portal. We'll get updates on that. Chris is working furiously over there. Uh, also, the college football playoff has been set. Chris, it was an exciting weekend with two upsets in conference championship games for the three and four teams going into the week. I'm sad that we didn't we didn't have more time to stew in the chaos. Uh, do you feel like the playoff committee got it right, though? TCU, number three, Ohio State over Alabama at number four. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, I, I like putting TCU in. They uh, Their body of work was really good. Um, they lost in overtime in the conference title game. I don't know that they should get penalized for that. Yeah. I think that last spot was the one that kind of had the most – like, you could see it going either way. And here's the thing. I heard Nick Saban's arguments, um, which I thought, you know, were well thought out and, and you know, made sense and kind of lawyering that, you know, his arguments. And, and his was, well, if we played so-and-so, who would be favored? And it's like, I get that, but you can't really do it that way either. You kind of have to go off of what you've done rather than what you might could do. I mean, South Carolina's record is eight and four. It's not six and six. Um, if you went off who was favored, South Carolina would not have won the last two games that they played. They would have lost and lost pretty handily, mm-hmm. actually. So, it, you know, tough calls for the committee because they might have been sitting there in the room going, "Geez, I don't, I don't think Ohio State's really that great," and they might be right. But you. You know, just going off the body of the work and the schedule, I think it made sense. I didn't look at it and go, this is absolutely ridiculous, egregious, anything like that. Can Ohio State beat Georgia? No. Can anybody beat Georgia? I don't I don't see it. Okay. We have to do this <laughs> at least once a year, so let's do it. Could the Houston Texans beat Georgia? Yes. You really think so? Yep. They lost to the Browns yesterday, and the Browns did not score on offense. Did you see that? 27 to 14, the most points scored without an offensive touchdown in NFL history. <laughs> you sure they would beat Georgia? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Okay. I want to see it. That would that would be fun. A little exhibition game. If Georgia wins the national title, they get to play the Texans. Who Who's says it? no? You think Georgia would win? I don't know. Yeah. But I don't know that they would lose. Well, you know, there's always the there's always the simple comparison, you know. How many NFL players does Georgia have? Mm-hmm. Like 20? Yeah. How many does Texans have? 53? Do we really think that the Houston Texans have 53 NFL <laughs> players, though? This is where you got to get into institutional ineptitude, yeah. which has soured that whole organization from the <laughs> top to the bottom. Yeah. It was uh They're terrible. And <laughs> it's it's really it sucks as a NFL player whom presumably if you're in the number that that's where your career has to go to die Mm -hmm. you know obviously you're glad to get a check but man the idea that you're not going to be able to have any type of professional advancement is in such a limited window right that's that sucks man right like you you have to put that on your resume and you no, i was actually one of the one of the decent ones and everyone else around me was bad and it's like nah you were on the texans you were just bad which is the hard part, which is why the NFL can such so resist tanking like any other sport because you have to put film out every week. And so 
even at the end of the day, if your team's not going into the playoffs, you're still fighting to make a roster this year, next year, etc. Yeah. And so, yeah, somebody will look at you playing for that NFL disaster down there and be like, mm, I don't think you're worthy. Yeah, that's tough. I would love to see it. I don't know how we'll ever make that. Like, instead of the Pro Bowl, nobody wants to watch the Pro Bowl. Let's watch the worst team in the NFL play the best team in college every year. Let's just, I feel like they used to do something like that. Did they maybe used to do this? I don't think so. No? Okay. All right. That's fine. Uh, we'll get back into some thoughts on the transfer portal, which has opened up and is doing its thing like wildfire. First, though, Chris wants to tell everybody how uh, integrated media can help you just have the best time watching everything right yep. now. Oh, absolutely. Those guys are phenomenal. Michael, Nathan, and the team at Integrated Media. If you don't know what they do, go and check out their website, Integrated Media Inc. That's I-N-C dot com. Complete audiovisual whole home solutions. Uh, they can do anything from security cameras to mounting a TV for you. And speaking of that, I was over at my neighbor's house earlier this season. Shout out, Lee. Invited me over to watch some football. And didn't know. We get to his back porch, his patio. Got a new TV with a wireless sound bar hanging right under it. Looked great. Sounded great. Crystal clear. Great internet connection because he does have a streaming service instead of cable. And could see everything. Had a a strong internet connection. And we were able to watch television all throughout his house. And I just looked at it and I just knew this is an integrated media thing. They, They definitely did this. Come to find out, they definitely did. So quality of their work is unmatched. Don't use a big box store. Every time I drive by somebody's house, went through my neighborhood again with a neighbor that I don't know, saw one of the big boxes over there and just thought to myself, they're, they're not going to do as good of a job as the guys at Integrated Media. So if you don't know what you need in your home from an AV standpoint, you just want to upgrade, you want to ask about security, TVs, anything to do with audiovisual, hit up the guys at Integrated Media. Again, that's integratedmediainc.com or 803-948-8327, 803-948-8327. couple more transfer names to throw at you, uh, Chris, in just a second. But real quick, now defunct, the Chicago Charities College All-Star Game <laughs> was a preseason American football game played from 1934 to 1976 between the NFL champions... <laughs> And a team of star college seniors from the previous year. It was also known as the College All-Star Football Classic. I'm trying to get a... uh, Looks like... Man. Looks like the college teams won kind of a lot. Um, Wow. uh, 1935, the Chicago Bears did beat beat the College All-Stars 5-0. The first game was a 0-0 tie. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's go modern era. The last time... So maybe they did away with it because it was just NFL teams running away with it. 1963 was the last time the college All-Stars beat the Green Bay Packers. And then it was Bears, Browns, Packers, 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 Jets, Chiefs, Colts, Cowboys, Dolphins. Canceled, Steelers, Steelers. Maybe they're like, yeah, we're not getting anywhere with this. Mm-hmm. And and that I think that illustrates two things. Number one, the theory that um, like tech, like sports medicine technology and athletic progression – has really, really advanced, like, rapidly to where, like, our top flight athletes nowadays are just so, like, maxed out. So some of it may be, like, bodies progressing, but also just the access to nutrition and tools mm-hmm. and all that that you have. And so I've always – like, who's the worst NBA team, Preston or Pearson? I don't know right Probably now. Probably the Spurs, maybe the Hornets. Okay. And so the Spurs, if they played the best college team, 
would absolutely run away. Yeah, it'd be two hundred and seventy-five to three. And and I'll I'll make some people mad with this one. So cover your ears. <laughs> like when people are like, "Oh, these new NBA teams, they they would get absolutely blown out by the um, nineteen seventy-two Celtics." No, no, the Cel- the old days Celtics would get destroyed. Love Bill Russell. Wouldn't wouldn't make it. Are you with me on that, Pearson? No. I think Bill Russell could hang. Bill Russell could hang. I think hang. the Cougs might kidding. have a tough time. No, Bill Russell being able can to hang with one hand and all. But man, I mean, the absolute like go go sit courtside and see an NBA game in person. Yeah, these guys are so big, fast, yeah. and skilled, and it's the same thing like in football now. I mean, just insane how good all these athletes are. This also brings up another point that usually when you come up with a new idea. Somebody old has already thought of it and said it was stupid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, oh, I got it. And it's like somebody from 1950s, like, yeah, we, we tried that already. But it's, it, there's an important tweak here. There's an important tweak. Instead of playing the champions, like Georgia couldn't beat the 49ers right now, you, even I, if they I signed Baker Mayfield. It's the worst team. And, and you know what? Have it before the draft. And if you don't win, you don't get the number one pick. Because if you're that bad, you, you don't know, deserve it. Maybe it should be the try. Reese's all star team. Senior Bowl team. Reese's Senior Bowl. The Reese's Senior yeah. Bowl team. Take them. Mm-hmm. Or just Georgia. I don't know. We uh, got to hit those folks up. We give them way too much publicity. Mm-hmm. I know. Reese's Senior Bowl. I know. Yeah, seriously. The promo pony up every single point, day yeah. are, the, are the open. Uh, the NFL was 39-2 and two in those 41 <sighs> football games. So There you go. But against the best. Against the best. Mostly the Packers. They played in eight of those games. So uh, there you go. I want to ask you about a couple of names. Um, I keep getting these things on three keeps tweeting out like every 15 <laughs> seconds when somebody else has entered the transfer portal and somehow Clark Brooks has already broken down all of their film and has given a complete <laughs> evaluation right. of all of these players. <laughs> Let me ask you about a couple names uh, coming up in just a few on uh, a couple of the names that might be of interest to South Carolina incoming. We'll get a timeline. Um, also, this is fun. We're going to start doing this. Uh, the great folks at Firehouse Subs that obviously do a tremendous job sponsoring the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour are also doing a sub of the day. Uh, we were talking about this, and I was like, Haji Wright. Like, the USMNT probably should have left him in Qatar because he's just an absolute nightmare of a player, but he did come in as a sub and score the USA's only goal this weekend against the Netherlands, and you were like, no, 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 Pearson, sandwiches. And I'm like, no, oh. literal sub sandwich. Yeah. Yeah, we appreciate Larry Chandler, amazing friend of the show, 14 now Midlands locations for Firehouse Subs. Uh, so go check out their daily sub special each day of the week. We're going to be telling you about, you may be wondering, why. Well, I, I don't know, what what is the sub of the day? We're going to tell you about it every single day. And so you'll eventually memorize all of them. But today, which is Monday, the Firehouse Meatball. Mm. And what that means is you can go into any of the 14 Midlands locations for Firehouse subs, Main Street, Garner's Ferry, Casey, which has a drive through now, Ooh. even if you're out in Sumter. They have a firehouse subs there too. $5.99 for a small, $7.99 for a medium sub of the day. Make sure you mention the specific uh sub that you want on the daily special. Again, on Monday, that is the firehouse meatball. If you don't want to go that route, if you have your mind set on something else, sure, try those. But one you can definitely check out is another new offering they have. This is not a daily special, but the new prime rib steak sub, which we got the sample the other day. Pearson, outstanding stuff. You can also order through the Firehouse Subs text line here mm-hmm. on the show, 404-6100, 803-404-6100, or firehousesubs.com, Rapid Rescue for the daily sub of the day. So we did a location show at the uh, Firehouse Subs over on Garner's Ferry. We did get that prime rib sub. Also, on my way out, 
grabbed a meatball sub. It was not the sub of the day, but uh, there were there were there were two options. There was like the classic, and then yes. there was kind of a funky one. And I was like, I was like, I'm gonna go with the West, which is the classic. Add pepperoni, but the people there they were wonderful, and they were like, well, let's stick this secret sauce in the bag so you can try it in case you want it next time. I mostly just like squirted the sauce into my mouth. I put some of it on the sub, and Sounds I was like, good, "This is." It? it was like spicy ketchup. It was amazing. How do you say that pep? Dat daddle pepper. Captain Ahab sauce. I don't remember. There you go. It's uh, like D A T I L. Yeah, it had, had like a nautical name, but mm-hmm. it was like maybe like yeah. I don't remember the name of the pepper, but there's a pepper sauce that you can get with the meatball sub today as the sub of the day that I would highly recommend. Yes. Yes. And, and do the West. Add, add pepperoni. And add pepperoni. Yeah, yeah do the West. Add add, add the, the spicy pepper sauce, the spicy ketchup stuff, and add the pepperoni and uh, get 10 of them. That's my recommendation for you today. Um, all right. Transfer portal talk. Ingoing, outgoing, busy time of year. The transfer portal officially open today. We'll get an update on some of the guys going both directions for Carolina next. Broadcasting live from the Herndon Chevrolet Studios, this is 1075 The Game. Stop by or shop online today and see why Herndon Chevrolet makes you smile. It's the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour. Presented by Firehouse Subs. Founded by Firemen with Pearson Fowler, Chris Clark, and Wes Mitchell. On the home of the Gamecocks. 107.5 The Game. Nine minutes in front of noon. The Gamecock Central Takeover Hour. And welcome back in. Pearson, Preston, Chris here with you. Wes away. Celebrating his marriage. Congratulations again to him. And uh, missed opportunity to not invite Shane Beamer, who sounds like he might have might have dropped by. Who knows? We'll never know now. We can only guess. In all seriousness, Shane Beamer giving Wes a shout out in his press conference. Was that that was uh that was the just him, right? When he was doing the bowl announcement. Because then he had another one with Freeman like an hour later. They had the Zoom presser like for the Gator Bowl yeah, with Freeman later. But yeah, yeah that but was Shane um, had his own. Yeah, that was like the university. When he did not rule out calling plays in the bowl game. Right. They have not figured out what exactly to do with the interim OC rule or the, the interim OC role, excuse me. Uh, they also have not named a new OC. Is there an update on that? You updated your hot board, but will Carolina have a new OC by this time next week? Gosh. You went. You went from. Is there an update to pin down the timeline? Well, that's an update. Like interviews done and no. You know, I I honestly have not heard of any interviews that have been done. Shane Beamer even mentioned he like he's spoken to many candidates. Mm -hmm. He even mentioned the other day he spoke with a couple um, while he was on the way back from Atlanta. But uh, no, I don't know. And a lot of people have asked about the timeline. I I could really see a variety of things. I could see it before early signing day, which is December the twenty first. I could see it after early signing day, before the bowl. I don't think Shane Beamer's really tied himself to a timeline. I think he's just trying, kind of working through the process and whatever happens with it happens. I kind of want him to call plays in the bowl game. That'd be kind of fun, right? It would. You, you pull him for it? Do you want to see someone else go? It could be interesting. Because it would be like, what's that play? What's that one play we ran against Tennessee? Yeah. Uh, and they'd be like, coach, it's XYZ. He's like, yeah, 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 that's it. Call that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm sure he doesn't. Well, I don't know. Right. I'm kind of most, for most of the time head coaches don't know the exact call. <laughs> right. They know what they want, but not the specific verbiage. Maybe that's what this team needs. Hey, Maybe. just just give it to Marshawn. Just go run. I don't know. Block it. Get a touchdown. Score. Um that was that one of our buyer sales, Chris? We did. We were supposed to recap buy or sell presented <laughs> by Kendall Walsh. We'll do that later yeah. this week. Yeah, that's fine. We did can I totally write do down tomorrow. any of them? Huh? I did not. 
not write down <laughs> any down. of them. That's None. fine. We'll go back and Run listen the to tape. them. I thought one had to do with the OC, but I couldn't remember for sure. This is, uh, I guess, in an on-the-way sort of appropriate, but I remember when Lou Holtz took over play calling for a second, he was calling plays out of Notre Dame's playbook, mm. and people were looking at him like, <laughs> Coach, we don't... <laughs> Skip was like, Dad, that's not... How, how, many, like, oh. is it, how many different... Uh, like play calls are there for quarterback draw though. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He was running the split view. Was like, coach, we don't we don't have that. Anymore. We don't do that. Yeah. Oh man. Um. Uh, so no update on that. We'll keep you posted though. Uh. Lately, I guess mostly today, it has just been a lot of transfer portal news. Joey Hunter, I guess the first since the transfer portal opened to put his name in. And uh, did I just see Daryl Ware put his name in as well? Yeah, Daryl Ware. Uh, who has been both a scholarship and a walk-on during South Carolina, a Fort D native, uh, or Fort D alum. Yeah, he's in the transfer portal, uh, and Cam Hardy, per a report um, from Brad Crawford. Quick question. Um, anybody can enter the transfer portal. Does it necessarily matter if a player is scholarship versus non-scholarship? Nope. How is that calculated? Doesn't matter. You can, you can go in. Do you even need to transfer if you're a walk-on, though? I guess that was my next question. Yeah, because there's still there's still rules about you know mm. contact and all you know all okay. that kind of stuff. So cool. I still go in. Interesting. And it's a way to let people know, hey, I'd like to transfer. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I just I'm just getting clarification on that. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be a little bit, I imagine, before most players end up signing wherever they are going to sign. But we went through a handful of names that might be of interest to Carolina. You know, defensive back, wide receiver, offensive line, possibly defensive end. Some some areas that Carolina might be expected to pursue pretty hard in the transfer portal here. But one name that surfaced after the show Friday that I wanted to uh, get your thoughts on, Chris, is Rara Thomas, the Mississippi State mm-hmm. wide receiver who had uh, at one point been committed to South Carolina. So is that uh, is that smoke or is that fire? I don't, I don't think there's any fire to that right now. Uh, and I will fully credit Chad Simmons of On3. He does a phenomenal job covering recruiting. Uh, Rara, former Gamecock commitment at Mississippi State, Right now, a lot of SEC flavor to his recruitment. South Carolina does not appear to be in the mix right now. Looks like uh, Auburn, Georgia, Tennessee, all in the mix. Other schools have called to check in. Chad is actually reporting that Georgia is the front runner right hmm. now. Okay. Um, we'll recap our buy or sell officially tomorrow, so <laughs> let me add one more into the mix. Buy or sell, uh, Carolina will have players remaining on its team tomorrow, as in everyone will enter the transfer portal. I'll buy. Okay, bye. Yep. Is there any team that's just going to lose all their players? Because it feels like that. Like, seriously, this is ridiculous. Every time I refresh my timeline, it's like <laughs> 10 more dudes have transferred. You should try putting your phone on mobile notifications. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, there's a lot of messages. There might be some Colorado quarterbacks that are going to answer the portal. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> a lot of people are going to be transferring to Colorado as well. Dion's yeah. taking the job. Baker Mayfield just got waived by the Panthers or is expected to be waived by the Panthers. How are we supposed to do all this in three hours today? Please. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll be back tomorrow. Jay will be coming up next. A lot going on. Fun time of year. Appreciate you being a part of it. We'll talk to you tomorrow. It's that time of year. In-law season. But I'm ultra prepared with Auto Bell Car Wash. The team will have my car so clean inside and out. I'll enjoy a judgment-free ride with my in-laws. Right now, buy one Super Poly Process Wash and get one 40% off online at autobell.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.